You're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 106. I'm so excited. For we, 106? Yeah, because we have Tina from Carrots and Cake on. Hi, Tina. Hi, Tina. Hello. Before we get started, we need to give a shout out to Kalo, our sponsors. Kalo, the makers of the silicone wedding rings. And guess what, Claire? What, Joy? <laughs> Oh my they, god, did we really just do that? They have a teal color now. I know, I'm so excited. In case you haven't seen it, it's like the most amazing color ever. And, and it's modeled Camille after... Camille LeBlanc-Bazinet yeah, mo- wears it. Modeled after Camille, that was like the so whole inspiration. I if do you guys, love teal things, actually. I do. T- I know you love teal things. So if you haven't my checked lifter, out... My only lifters are teal. I'm excited for them to match. You have teal... You have a lot of teal things. You get your nails done teal. Yeah, I know, because I like now teal. Now you can get a teal Kalo. Now I can wear my teal Kalo ring instead of my white one and never take it off. Q-A-L-O.com. They start at $15.99. Go support the podcast. Support Kalo. And use code GGW for 15% off. And that way, not only do you get a discount, but they will know that you sent that we sent you. And we love Kalo. There's so much fun to work with so go support the podcast support kalo qalo.com and without further ado tina thank you so much for being on the podcast this week hello hi (laughs) how are you good we have a ton of questions from the listeners but we want to start with you two about how you started ever i mean i was reading your blog today and i was like oh my gosh this girl does everything under the sun i don't even know where we're going to start interviewing with you I, I guess I kind of want to go back to like how you started the blog first and foremost. Um, so it all started. I was engaged to be married and I just wanted to shape up and look good on my wedding day. So I had been reading blogs for a little while. So it was kind of in my head already that maybe I wanted to do something like that. And I was one of those people that I collected, you know, magazine recipes and workouts and all that. And I had this big binder of just all this stuff. So basically the combination of those few things you know, just pushed me in the direction of a blog. And then I started carrots and cakes. So I just started documenting what I was eating in my workouts. And it, you know, the end goal was just to look good for my wedding day. And then I just kept trucking along with it. And that was seven years ago. So I've been doing it a long time. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. When did you start CrossFit along that journey? Um, I started December 2012. Okay. I think that's right. And I had just run two marathons that year. And I just was looking for something new and different. And, you know, we had heard about CrossFit, my husband and I. So we just tried it. And first workout, we were in love immediately. Isn't that funny? So that's, that's your CrossFit testimonial? Mm-hmm. Is you just mm-hmm. like try What Do you remember what your first workout was? <laughs> oh, I ha- it's somewhere on the blog. And it was funny. It was just like burpees, boxing jumps it was the simplest workout and I remember just being like wow that was really really hard <laughs> yeah and isn't that weird too going from running the mindset of going from a distance runner to CrossFit mm-hmm. I bet you that was that was mm-hmm. I was a long distance runner before I did CrossFit and I just could not wrap my head around wait you can only do 20 minute workouts like a 20 minute yeah. workout is rare <laughs> I know and how you know a 10 minute workout can just put you on your butt yeah and I was like where's the two-hour run that is a big reason why I started CrossFit because there's never a two-hour run unless you're like <laughs> severely suffering <laughs> unless you're doing something majorly wrong so let me back up a little bit tina because i know you the inspiration for the blog was originally to get in shape for the wedding and so as you have done a lot of different things in your life what do you pull inspiration from for your blog now like what is your um, mission your mission statement all over the place in the last <laughs> my mission statement yeah um it really it's just kind of following my life and you know there's certain times that i'm into things more than others and you know i had a baby we got a dog we bought a house so we've had you know a lot of changes and things like that so it's kind of whatever is happening in my life at the time but i think the constant theme is you know mostly healthy living but with some fun in there because 
Um, the whole name is basically, you know, carrots and cake. It's about, you know, having your carrots and your cake too. Because <laughs> I'm just one of those people that, you know, I'll eat healthy and I, I like to eat healthy, but at the same time, I'm not going to give up, you know, the cake and the wine and the beer and the cheese and whatever else I love so much. <laughs> so um, the blog is basically a balance of being healthy, but having a good time at the same time. Yeah. And I think it's been cool. I mean, as I remember, I found your blog. I was a Joy and I both were bloggers before we started this podcast. And, and we're sort of casually following your blog when I first started blogging and just um, thought it was cool that you kind of go through all those life stages. And it's, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, you can be getting ready for a wedding. You can be going through the stress of buying a house. You can be pregnant and you still can keep that kind of realistic mindset of like, yeah. I'm going to, you know, try to keep health as a priority without letting it totally run my life. Totally. Um, well, we have a bunch of questions for yeah. you. So first of all, we um, we're ha- had a, have had a lot of listeners who've come to us and said, yeah, oh my gosh, you cool. heard about your podcast from Carrots and Cake. So that's awesome. And yeah, we, first and foremost, thank you for yes, listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Um, and that's been awesome and so we um did a little call out today on our facebook saying you know we're gonna have you on and so many people were like oh my gosh my worlds are colliding and the first person i want to read is from a gal named jackie it's her last name is either jecha or jecca i'm totally messing that up sorry jackie and she just says no specific question but please pass on a big thank you from me her blog introduced me to cross over two years ago my life has been forever changed for the better so that's from jackie just thought that was cute one little cute little comment and so marie keen also said her blog is where i learned about crossfit so you have uh been spreading the crossfit gospel whether whether you want to or not yeah do you find a lot of what do you feel is your primary reader readership your audience good question i mean it's mostly women definitely mostly women i don't know i feel like it goes through phases as well you know i used to think i had a lot of you know college age women but you know now that i have a baby i feel like all the moms are coming out of the woodwork and then i feel like i do have a lot of crossfit people that still follow me and then i ran a marathon in the spring so i had all the runner people people come out so I think it kind of ebbs and flows with you know what's happening in my life <laughs> yeah and what is your what are your fitness goals right now are you focusing mostly on running are you doing crossfit are you doing I know you're kind of involved in a lot of different things with the with fitness classes so what do you where are you at now uh, I'm kind of a mix between um you know I still love crossfit my favorite but our box doesn't have a daycare or any sort of uh child care so it's kind of hard to make it there as much as I would like to oh sure but um my friend runs a boot camp and she goes to crossfit how I met her and we do a lot of CrossFit style workouts like this morning we did Helen you know straight up CrossFit Helen um at her gym so I mean I do still do a lot of CrossFit style workouts right um and then I want to run um a fast half marathon in the fall so that's my next big goal so I've been looking at training plans wait a minute what do you mean like a fast half marathon well because I've had the same PR for years okay probably like five or six years so I just want to break that what is (laughs) your what is is your PR uh 154 that's really good yeah (laughs) so i want to want to get get faster yeah (laughs) um how do you feel like you have been able to balance all those different types of you know doing crossfit being a runner being doing boot camp and it sounds like they've kind of ebbed and flowed a little bit with the the stages of your life but one of the questions we get a lot from our listeners is you know i'm i want i love crossfit but i still want to be a runner or i love you know i love whatever my their kind of original home sport you might call it is but they you know want to work crossfit or another thing in and so you know just finding that balance can be really tricky for people so um how do you balance kind of the the desire to do all those things and also what do you get out of each individual thing that makes 
makes you feel like you're getting something unique enough out of them that motivates you to stick with it all um, rather than kind of just focusing on one at a time. Honestly, I just do stuff that I think is fun. (laughs) So I think CrossFit is so darn fun. There's so, I mean, you guys know, I mean, it's, you know, the workouts, obviously they're challenging, they push you, but the community working out with your buddies, the music, the whole bit. So it's kind of like that with running. I also really like spinning. I love soul cycle just because of that whole like, yeah, we do. We just have one around here. I'm so jealous. Okay. Can I like tangent for a moment and ask like, what is, what is soul cycle like? Cause I am dying for it to come to Denver. It like, it actually kind of reminds me of CrossFit in the sense that it's, it's really hard. Um, there's that community aspect that there are certain movements that you do and you do them all together. What is it? Um, I need to know everything. Claire, Claire's totally making I'm fun totally of me right now. My eyes right Claire now. is like, making oh my fun gosh, of me, but I am like dying to know. We like follow them on Instagram. Yeah, because I follow them. <laughs> so I'm like, we totally follow. They're just, okay. So what's the deal? Like you go in. What is the 411? What is the 411? <laughs> you go to a soul cycle class. You get like your own shoes, right? Like mm-hmm. it's. Yep. And then yep. what is, take me through it. So it's basically a regular spin class, but it's like a party on a bike. It's uh. just so fun is there a and disco so, ball there might be there might be my I'm yoga sure, studio my yoga studio has a disco ball it's just dark saying. so it's like a bike yeah. rave yeah yeah they bike turn off rave the do they have yeah, glow sticks? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, Joy! They, they have candles. Joy uh, would totally wear a glow, uh, like a glow necklace. To I just want to. I want soul cycle. Oh, totally I want to be could. a soul cycle instructor. That's on my dream board. Okay, so okay, so is it like music? Do they have like a screen playing? Like what's going on? No, no screen, but the music is amazing. I don't know how they do it. It's just the best music, and it's always really loud, which is like motivating for me. Yeah. So well, I um, still I steal their playlists off of Spotify because. They, mm-hmm. they put them on Spotify. <laughs> They're so good. They're yes. so good. Oh, okay. And then the instructors are like all hot, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all, they're gorgeous. They're in really good shape. They wear skimpy clothes. Perfect to love. <laughs> it's the best. It really is. It cost me close to 40 bucks to go to a class and I still oh, love them Oh, my gosh. So much. Sounds like so much fun. And then it's are the treat. bikes, totally are the bikes the ones that move back and forth or did, is it just a stationary? You know what yeah, I'm talking about? The ones regular that, spin okay. bikes, but move. Okay. So you're doing like push-ups and like crunches. Gotcha. And How do you do crunches on a bike? Oh, it's it's crazy. I'm not very good at it, to be oh. honest. That sounds, sounds like it would take a lot of coordination. Yeah, it sounds dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm not very good at it, but it's fun. That's anyway, fun. sorry, I had to tangent because right. I'm so obsessed with SoulCycle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you like to do SoulCycle. What else do you like to do? Running. I like the bar classes. Have you guys done the bar classes? No, oh I haven't gosh, tried they're that. They're so hard. Claire, have they're you? so hard. They're yeah. So, it's like the opposite of CrossFit and all it is is like these really You're just working your butt isolated. muscles the whole time. That's what I feel like. You're just like on your toes. It's just like the calf raises from hell at all times. I did one with Beth at that that pole dancing Tease. studio yeah and we pulled the bar out of the wall because we were hanging on it too hard <laughs> you're like this easy for balance and i was like legit hanging on it and it came out of the wall oh that's great yeah i get it they the lady was like no it's fine it's just it like it's just loose i was like no, no i'm pretty sure i broke it <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's, I don't think I'll be trying that anytime Well, it's just soon. so isolated. Like in CrossFit, you are using your, you know, like all your major muscle groups kind of at the same time. And in bar, it's like you're really isolating those tiny little muscle groups. Yeah. That, ugh. Were you and sore afterwards? And it's like, right, you just start shaking right away. Yeah. yeah. Were you mm-hmm. sore afterwards? Yes. Yeah. I was very sore. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, Tina. 
Um, <laughs> so you like bar. Yep. Um, I would say the CrossFit and running are the, the main two. Okay. They're my favorites. Does your husband yeah. do CrossFit? He used to. He used to. He's, okay. um, he does more like, <laughs> we've been calling them bro sessions where him and his buddies just go to the gym and they do like back and bives and shoulders and tries oh and gosh. then they'll do like a little crossfit workout at the end oh yeah that's what brandon yeah. has been doing with his he has a couple of buddies one of his I one of our even... buddies haven opened a gym yeah and they go over they call it training bras yeah it's not okay it's not okay <laughs> for them to call it that claire and i are against <laughs> that like, name you can't call it training bras unless you wear training bras yeah. you'll never understand you will like, not the understand true agony of you're not allowed to, to call it that <laughs> um anyway but yeah. So we actually had a question to go along with your along with your love for running. This is from Lindsay Carlton. She said, I really, really, really want to love running, but I'm having a really hard time getting there. Any tips for learning to love it? That is a good question. Um, I think a lot of people don't like running or have trouble loving it is because it doesn't feel great and it's like really uncomfortable. So I think it's almost getting to the point where you can make it comfortable I don't know if that's the best way to explain it but I'm just thinking back to you know after I had Quinn my son um, and getting back into running it just didn't feel comfortable I just didn't really like it it was really hard but um I started to incorporate walk breaks but not like the easy walk breaks kind of like speed walking just to kind of catch my breath and everything and then I'd start running again so that helped a lot just like when I got to that point where I was like oh this doesn't feel good I'd keep going I'd walk real fast but then I just pick up the running and then it just got easier and easier to run for longer periods of time but also for me like making you know kick-ass music playlists that helps too yeah just I was to gonna say do you make music do you listen to music or playlists mm-hmm. or what do you or podcasts, or podcasts? <laughs> yeah <laughs> I listen to you guys all during my marathon training so and I, I'm sure you too. got you. I'm sure that was like the best training ever. <laughs> we yeah, actually had yeah. somebody say who was like, I've I have a new rule for myself that I have to run through your whole podcast. Yeah, and now that you're you have different outro music that's four minutes long, it's <laughs> killing me. <laughs> I was like, you know, you can turn it off, right? Right. <laughs> we give you permission. You can turn it off before it's over. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Let's see. So, some Emily Walrath asked, "What are your new fitness goals now that you conquered your marathon? Uh, the half marathon, the fast half, the marathon. fast half mar- marathon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and getting my core back. I mean, it might sound a little bit silly, but just after having a baby, I just you know thought things would just kind of." progress in that direction but I'm really having trouble with you know any sort of like sit-ups push-ups all that stuff I'm just so weak in that area so that's something I've started to work on a little bit more more so just getting stronger all over too because I mean pregnancy it just puts you I mean I mean you're still active you know doing things but like you can't work out the way you used to so just still kind of coming back from all that yeah do you have any tips for Claire because she's having a baby in October (laughs) on how to manage the last the home stretch the home stretch and then the recovery yeah I'm I'm at the point right now where I'm like how am I gonna do this for three more months (laughs) and not not even working out just like how am I gonna be pregnant for carrying a baby yeah yeah well you know at the end yeah it definitely feels long at the end but I think the fact that you're still active and you're still moving around I feel like that helps so much I mean I didn't have the like typical aches and pains really till the very very end probably like 40 41 weeks I went 41 weeks but um I didn't have like the back pain and hip pain I was just kind of big you know but I think doing CrossFit through my whole pregnancy really helped I don't know if it helped keep me strong or what it was but I didn't have all those normal aches and pains so I'd say be as active as you can yeah I I almost feel like too maybe it just helps put the pain into perspective (laughs) you're you're like i'm used to being sore like i'm used to these little aches and pains yeah 
Yeah, I kind of just started getting those like kind of day to day, like my ribs hurt or, oh. you know, I get like I'm starting to get shin splints when I run and I'm like, well, I am wearing a 30 pound weight vest. Ugh. So that'll do it, I guess. It's anyway. like the ultimate training. Yeah. For sure. Something like that. It's oh, like the ultimate yeah. training, but you can't train that hard. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a middle ground. Yeah. Um, Marie Keen says, how does she combine nutrition for, how does she, that being you, obviously, combine nutrition for high intensity stuff like CrossFit and endurance exercise like her marathons? Uh, with the marathon, man, I just ate. I was just so hungry all the time. Because, I mean, you're going out for like two or three hour runs. Yeah come back and you're starving so I think I mean my previous two marathons I've actually blogged about this I gained weight for my first two marathons just because I was kind of eating all all the wrong things you know just like pizza and beer and cupcakes and all that stuff so this was my third marathon and I didn't gain weight this time but I think I just I focused more on the healthy stuff I mean you know I didn't eat totally clean by any means I was still eating the cupcakes and the beer and the wine and all that stuff but um, I really focused on you know getting protein right after my runs and um, eating good carbs instead of bagels and pizza and all that stuff so you know doing the more whole grains and things like that so I don't know I guess I just focused more on like real food this time mm-hmm. instead of just eating whatever because I was running you know a million miles and I could because I had burned all those calories right so what is like how would you say that your diet changed or that your diet looks different on a day that you do cross it versus on a day that you had a long run uh, on a cross it day I probably just eat normally for the most part I might have a protein shake after the workout if it was really tough um but yeah I just eat the normal way but um a long run day I would definitely eat a lot before and a lot after I mean it depends on how long the run is but um I I ate all the time it was ridiculous I was eating in the middle of the night sometimes because yeah. I was like just like I need food it was just so many miles the other thing I remember too Tina is when I would train for the I mean it's been a while but I remember when I was training you really have to kind of find what works for your body and what doesn't it was such a weird science like you knew down to the minute of when you were gonna bonk and like when you Mm -hmm. had to take an energy gel or whatever it was it's 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 a lot of science a lot of science Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of trial and error a lot of trial and error for sure even like socks that you like to wear because when when you're running for that long the smallest thing can make a huge difference. That's fair. Brandon mm-hmm. talks, always talks about, so my, my husband ran cross country in high school and was like kind of a casual cross country runner in college. And but he has, he always talks about how he would take Eggo waffles with him on a run because that was like the one thing <laughs> what? that like he, that like it would push him through. No. And so he would like in the what, middle of the run. Would he just stuff him in his shirt? Like, but, yeah, I have no idea because I have seen his running shorts and there is nowhere to put a waffle in nope. those shorts. Nope, nope. <laughs> No. So I have I don't know if he would like maybe like cut it into pieces and put it in a bag oh, or something. That's so weird. I mean, I'm pretty because sure I can't he can't chew like, and run at the same time. I think he apparently he can. It's like a hard boiled egg. I'll gag. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you just like palmed the waffle and like yeah. took off down the road. <laughs> <laughs> he palmed the waffle. <laughs> but he anyway, you know, he's just like that was the thing that. That's a great title. <laughs> Palming the waffle. Don't palm the waffle. They would be so sweaty. Ugh. Um, like that's Maybe just that's how they went down. Though. Is they're just sweaty and mushy. They've been warm in my pocket. <laughs> Why did you have to go there? <laughs> Do you want a gummy bear? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Tina, don't you love us? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. So crazy. Okay. Um, so going off of that nutrition question, Kate Gray says, Tina, I know your diet and nutrition has changed several times from the beginning of your blog. Was there ever a time where you found yourself being too obsessive about your nutrition or developing unhealthy habits? How did you navigate that and settle on where you are now? 
I, don't, I feel like I've been pretty lucky with my eating habits and how I kind of balance, you know, the healthy food and the not so healthy food. But there was a time where I have an autoimmune disease called ulcerative colitis. And um, I was really sick. And I tried this crazy, it was the autoimmune protocol diet. Um, and it was pretty restrictive. And I did it for about four months one summer. It was a couple of summers ago before I got pregnant. And man, that was just it was so hard and so miserable. And I was kind of getting to that point where I was just like, Oh, I can't have that. It's not, you know, on this diet, like, you know, it was all part of, you know, me trying to get better and, you know, believe my symptoms and the whole bit. And, you know, after four months, I wasn't any better. And I was so miserable. I ended up just being done with that. But that was, that was tough. I was yeah, not not like a fan that <laughs> really, you know, it's isn't it's not like the no nightshades, no, mm-hmm. like, oh. basically super strict paleo plus. Yep know anything good yep yeah it was basically like i was eating the same 20 foods like over and over and they were mostly vegetables and like chicken right and i just don't know how i could go without salsa like if someone asked me to give up nightshades <laughs> i'd be like but what about salsa claire is majorly chip obsessed chip is chips and salsa like if they if that was a complete protein i think i could live off at my the rest of my life for sure and mac and cheese oh yeah i mac even yeah mac and cheese what's not to love i know did you have any uh, any crazy food cravings when you were pregnant? Not, I was telling somebody this. It wasn't like I had crazy food cravings. It just, I had such bad morning sickness oh. that like nothing was appealing. But then all of a sudden I'd be like, I really want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> and I just like had to have it. You know yeah. what I mean? It was just like, if we didn't have peanut where. butter in their house, we had to go out and buy it because <laughs> I just needed that one thing. Or, but it could have been anything. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just like, I would get the sudden urge that this sounded really good. So I just needed to eat that. But That's no. Kind of like pickles and ice cream or anything like that. But. That's kind of what I've what I found is like it's not necessarily that I'm like having super specific out there cravings. It's more just like the normal sort of ebb and flow of like during your day when you think like oh that sounds so good. Except when you're pregnant, mm-hmm. it's like I must have that now. It, <laughs> it goes so far beyond like oh that sounds really good. <laughs> yep, yep. You're like I need Doritos now. Yeah, that sounds good actually. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tina, I have a th- are you done with your questions? Yes. I have a three-part question for you. Are you okay. ready? Yep. <laughs> so what is the best advice you can give speaking from your blogger knowledge? So just being a blogger, what's the best advice you can give? As a blogger? Uh-huh. Yeah, as a blogger. Like running a blog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, like blog? if someone was like, I need blogging advice, what would you say? Um, I would say just be you because I feel like there's so many blogs out there that – People just gravitate to whatever makes you unique, I guess. Yeah. Because I feel like there's so many like healthy living blogs and running blogs and, you know, CrossFit blogs and all that. But you just got to find like the things that make you special and unique and just kind of stick to those and just, I don't know, fly your your freak flag. You I know what I mean? Freak just flag. Like- <laughs> I know. I, and I, I agree with you. I think that's what people connect to is when people are just real and themselves and people can sense that for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the next one is as a mom, best advice mm-hmm. you can give. And I'm really looking at Claire because she needs help. <laughs> Thanks, Joy. Um, Not in a bad way. I'm just trying to help a sister out. She's scared. I am scared. Having a baby sounds like a really scary idea. And yet here we are. Um, We got two good pieces of advice when Quinn was first born. The first was listen to all the advice that people give you. Listen to it all. Take it all in. And then just decide what's best for you and your baby and your husband. And just do that. Take it all in. Then decide. Mm -hmm. And the second piece was from a friend of mine who had twins. (laughs) And she told me in the middle of the night when you're sleep deprived and, you know, you've been up a million times 
kids crying, the whole bit. She said, just don't talk to your husband. <laughs> she was like, just do what you need to do. You know, change the diaper, feed the baby to do, go back to bed. Just don't talk to each other. <laughs> she was like, it never ends well. So That's that really was good. good. That was That's good. a good one. Actually, great I like yep. Just do what you need yep. to do. Yeah. Don't yep. say Go back to bed. <laughs> Yeah, because like you're just gonna that. fight and be cranky, right? Like, what do you have? Like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah, and like, what could you have that would be nice to say at like three in the morning when you've been up for a week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, and then the last one is as a wife. I just really want to get inside your head, Tina. Mowage. <laughs> no. Um, our anniversary is actually yesterday. I feel like Aww. I should have some sort of like <laughs> happy anniversary. Advice. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't know. Just to be silly with each other or play games. I don't know. Mal and I are just kind of goofy with each other. Don't take life um, seriously. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, there's so many bad things that can happen in life. You just kind of have to, you know, roll with it and That's laugh about humor. it. Like, yeah, we're just like always playing like games with each other. Like we hide things on each other around the house. Like we're just, I don't know. We're just always doing stuff like that. You know like what that. Scott and I like to do at the Whole Foods checkout line? This is my favorite thing in the oh, world. No. <laughs> Scott and I will be at the Whole Foods checkout line and all of a sudden I'll put like um, a One Direction. You know how they have the CDs like yes. lined up? So I'll pull like One Direction and I'll just like put it on the cart. Just like to pretend like, like quietly. he's like going to buy a One Direction CD or like he'll do that with like, I don't know, whatever. Demi. Lovato. Just, just to see if he notices. Just to see if he notices. So do you guys have like six One Direction CDs? No. Just I mean, he always <laughs> catches it, but no. like at the very last minute, I'll just like put the CD. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. I think if I tried that with Brandon, he'd be like, do you want that? <laughs> I don't think he would get it was a game. He'd yeah. be like, I didn't think he liked One Direction. <laughs> Brandon, come on. We're uh, supposed to be being silly. He'd be like, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh my Anyways. Goodness. So being silly, I like that. So Tina, when did you get your CrossFit level one? Um, it was in April, April 2013. Yeah. Maybe. And what was the inspiration for that? Um, I was thinking about coaching. Um, and just I just kind of wanted the knowledge. I was so into CrossFit. I just like loved every wasn't part of it. Wasn't it great? Yeah. Wasn't it uh, great to like yeah. be in CrossFit land and just totally geek out? Yeah. 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 And just all the people, like all the instructors that were there and everything. It was just so cool. I loved it. It was at yeah. um, Reebok CrossFit One in Canton. At oh, Reebok headquarters. Fun. Yeah. Ooh, what was that had, like? You know, oh, it was awesome. Austin was there and EC was there and just, you know, all those like big name CrossFitters. It was just cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Spencer was there. It was so cool. Do they have like the best retail area ever? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have Ugh. a store and uh, you get 40% off, 50% off. I can't really? remember. So, yeah. It's I'm just awesome. so excited for the CrossFit Games, of just like shopping at the CrossFit Yeah, pretty tent. much Joy and I have been just texting back and forth for the last like month being like, what are you going to get at the CrossFit Games? Yeah, I'm just so excited. Leggings, more leggings. More spandex. So many leggings. I'm just going to bring an empty backpack just for the spandex. Just for spandex. Back. I think that's reasonable. Okay, we had one more listener question. It's a two-parter. And this one is... Not not exactly fitness fit, fitness related. Um, where did you guys come up with Quinn's name? Uh, Quinn's name it's kind of funny too. Um, we knew he was a boy. We found out you know his his sex early on, but um, we had a list of names. Oh, this sounds so bad, but. <laughs> Every name that I liked, Malden like, and vice versa. So Quinn was like the one name that we're both like, okay, I kind of like that because like the rest <laughs> of the names we just didn't like. What was your so, first choice? 
Quinn was up there for me. I'm yeah. trying to remember what else was on there. Um, I don't remember. I actually saved the list for a long time. I just like tossed it not too long ago. Quinn really was one of my favorites. Yeah. So I'm funny. glad. I'm glad we went with that. Quinn. And then the second part, and this is a really personal question. So I, if you want to opt out of this, that's fine. She says, "Any hope for a sibling?" Everyone. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I um, talked to a bunch of friends who are like, "Okay, if you have no kids, they're like, when are you gonna have a kid? And then once you have one kid, they're like, when are you gonna have the other kid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you have more than two kids, they're like, oh my gosh, aren't you done having kids? Yeah. You just can't win. <laughs> Never win. We're kind of on the fence right now. But I, I don't know. We're just fair like enough. Happy. You don't. You don't have to yeah. say any more. We're Tina. happy with our little family right now. You don't now. have to say any more. Well, and Quinn just turned one, right? A couple weeks ago. Right. Right, so I right, feel right. like that's got to have been an yeah. overwhelming year. I'm really yes. weird about that question because I don't have kids. I'm 37 and we don't know if we're going to have kids. And so it's like, I just get really sensitive to people being like, are you having kids? I'm like, it's none of your business. Well, even like <laughs> I'm pregnant right now. People are like, so are you are you going to have more than one? Yeah. And I'm like, isn't it enough for you people that I'm currently growing a human? Yeah. Like, like stop <laughs> people. Can we just focus on the task at hand? If I want to take a guy home with me tonight, <laughs> it's none of your business. <laughs> Weird, that was from the vault, Joy. <laughs> Joy always has amazing song references, but that one really came out of... <laughs> I don't know, salt and pepper. Yeah, why not? Just, it just hangs out in the frontal, <laughs> frontal lobe. Always on the front burner. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay anything else tina let's see we have i kind of want to know like how you like when you pick a post do you have like a theme every day that you're going for like w- when you're posting how are you trying to connect with your audience it depends on the day like i said it kind of depends on what's happening in my life at the time but i definitely kind of keep the post to a theme and i like hearing what my readers have to say so i always ask a question at the end of my post to oh, yeah. see yeah, what, you know, people have to add to the conversation or what their, you know, input is, ideas are. Um, I definitely like sharing information, you know, recipes, workouts, stuff like that. And I just like learning about my readers. So it's fun. It's fun hearing what they have to say. Okay, I have one last question. And this one can can be, I guess it's kind of a multi-parter. But um, so as someone, obviously, for whom fitness is really important in your life, why do you think that it's important for women to, or how has it been important in your life? And why do you think it's important? for other women to lift heavy to pursue different avenues of fitness to have that experience of getting their bodies um to do you know all these amazing athletic things i think fitness just transfers to so many parts of your life i mean um i know especially with with running um you know i just feel like the day that you're like oh i don't know if i can run five miles and then you run five miles and you're like all right that was awesome and then you run six and you run seven and it just it just makes you feel so good about yourself and accomplished and i feel like the same thing with you know lifting heavy it's like I don't know if I can do 95 pounds and then you do 95 pounds and you're just so pumped you know you're just it just builds confidence and I just feel like it transfers to like so many other aspects of your life yeah it's so. crazy how much the mental game comes into play right Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I don't think that really, I don't know. I don't think we really learn that, especially I was never a, a team sports person. <laughs> so you don't really ever train your brain that way, especially as a girl growing up for, I was just mostly in dance and stuff like that. So entering the, the world of CrossFit really exposed me to that. And I thought it was like, wow, this is really cool how it transfers to other areas of your life. Just the other day, I was doing something where I was like, ah, oh, I'm so frustrated. I'm going to give up right now. And then that was when Brandon was like, try one more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh and yeah it's just crazy how then you're like oh I totally doubted myself and that's why I wasn't getting it well, and, and I was I getting think, frustrated I think too as women like we are a little bit more self-critical and a little bit quicker to say like oh you know that's fine I don't need to I don't need to know how to do that even. right totally and you know I think that being 
being active and trying new things and putting yourself through those challenges, whether it's running or CrossFit or boot camp or whatever, it's, it's impossible for that to not cross over into your daily life and your daily decisions of having that experience of like, I didn't think I could do this. And then I totally did it. Like what else in your life? Where else in your life is that showing up? Mm-hmm. Check me out. My therapy headband. You have a therapy headband on <laughs> yeah. tonight. I use, I use the word where else or the phrase where else in your life is that showing up? I'm pretty sure that's a therapy it's thing. A ther- it's a huge th- therapy thing. <laughs> So where else in your life is that happening? Oh my gosh. Anyway, I was like, <laughs> Claire's looking at me. She's like, you, 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 you are you me. going? I, are you? I just breathe heavy. I just have, there's my lungs aren't, they're a little crowded. I know. I can't tell if you're like taking a <laughs> breath or if you're <laughs> mostly just breathing over here. Don't worry about me. Well, Tina, thank you so much for being on the show this week. We are so grateful that you took the time out. I know it's late over there. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no problem. I yeah. mean, I'm so happy to talk to you guys. Like I said, when I first started talking to you, it's like surreal. Just because I listen to you guys every week. Does it feel like we're in I'm stereo? Like in the podcast. In the podcast. <laughs> it's in the computer. Yeah. You're in the computer. <laughs> like the Matrix. Yes. Just- <laughs> Well, it has been super fun and thank you so much. And we um, hope you have a great evening and we will talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tina. Bye.